Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. I'm John Ellis. And I'm Rebecca Darst. We're the hosts of the News Items podcast. The way we see it, there are three storylines shaping modern life. The financialization of everything, remarkable advances in science and technology, and a world in disarray. Join us every Monday through Thursday afternoon as we break down news items that are interesting, important, or both. Plus, interviews with some of the smartest people we know. Listen to News Items Podcast with John Ellis on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I am civil rights activist uh, Sophia Alexandra. A lot of people don't know the work I do, but it's really about removing the stigma about, uh, you know, not having sex at a certain age, being an adult virgin. Um, as well as acknowledging that the economic hardships of our time do not allow everyone to be a baller like TV shows us. So I'm here to let people know, yes, uh, we are out here too. Uh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> wow, I didn't know it was going to be a soapbox type of beginning. Yeah. Um, I mean, I my interest is pretty short and sweet. Uh, I am <laughs> the guy that invented, put that third prong on the outlet. You what? know what I mean? What? Yeah, at first it was two, but I didn't like that. So. Oh, shit. That I have that you. hefty guy in the middle, you know. What did you do that? I would just call that, that thick the guy. penis. The plug yes, penis. That's, that's me, the plug penis inventor. Miles. Well, what does that do? Do we know what that does? That's just that was just for fun, right? Because you want to be like, yo, what if we add like the round dick on the plug to put in the wall? This is what someone who does not understand electricity or science would say. And someone like me who knows everything there is to know about. Ask me me one thing about electricity right now. I swear to God, I'll know. Go. Uh, Why is there a third prong? It's it's to fuck the wall with the plug dick. No other reason. It's not for grounding. It's not a grounding prong. I'll I'll promise you that. That's a myth. Anyway. Um plug truthers out there. You know we are plug truthers because the truth is out there. Two holes only. Two holes only. Wait, what do you when you say two holes only, what do you mean? When when it like what's what's your truth? My truth is that there's only two holes. Even though you you invented the third prong your truth is that you only recognize two plunk two no i miles gray invented the third prong Mm -hmm. i sophie alexandra only believe oh now you've pivoted so we're out of the intro where we do the bit where we say we are each other now you are yourself so sophia alexandra and your take on outlets is there should only be two holes that's right okay (laughs) shout out to albert pujols I don't actually know if he's. I don't know if he's canceled. I feel like every baseball player I haven't heard about since the early 2000s is probably canceled. But anyway, but it's a shame matter. because his name was definitely the best. Yeah. So um, now that we've transitioned out of that bit, let's go to the substance of the show, the introduction, as we call it. Welcome to 420 Day 
fiance. Thank you so much for all the people who have begun joining us. I see people sending us DMs with screen grabs uh, saying like, thank you for putting me onto this show. My life is different. My hair grew back. My muscles grew 40% larger without using supplements. I mean, the benefits are endless. And if you're really lucky, instead of two nostrils, you might fuck around and end up with three. That's the Miles Gray touch. <laughs> three nostrils? No, just, I can't you just that. add a third hole. You add a third everything. That's your thing. How many holes do we have in our body? Two ear holes, two nose holes, a mouth. So what? That's five on your face. And then plus butthole, urethra. But if, and, but if you're a woman, then you also have a vagina. Yeah. So six, six to seven. <laughs> Why did this episode start with you counting all the holes in the human I'm body? I'm a baby. I'm a baby and I'm, I, I have nothing better to talk about. And this is a show that helps me explore the depths of my mind. Um, so, yes, what is this podcast anyway, Sophia? Truly, no one knows. <laughs> It is 420 Day Fiance podcast where we talk about our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its various iterations. Uh, this particular episode is about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. No, happily, happily ever, ever after. after. Just kidding, happily ever. After. Really stuck in it. <laughs> well, we have nine shows going on. Plus, there is a new before 90 show that I'm I do not have the emotional bandwidth to endure. Uh, I don't have I enough put... time for my family. I'm not about to make more room for this. There wasn't anybody really I was rooting for except for um, Homegirl with the beautiful hair, Erica. Which The Australian hair? girl. Oh, the hottie that I love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the Klobasi. No, yeah, because you were really into Stephanie in the beginning before she became the worst person in the world. Was I? Yeah, you don't remember first episode. You're like, oh, she's so pretty. She's so hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I just want to spread her on a piece of butter and bread and then eat that. Mm, I'm Miles. <laughs> I don't know fuck? why you were talking like that. It was really weird. <laughs> like some shitty South Park character. <laughs> I'm Miles. I like to put the bread on the bed. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So this is uh, Happily Ever After. And this is, what was the episode? Seeds of Discontent, I believe, is the name of the episode. They gotta stop trying to be all highfalutin with us. This is garbage trash even raccoons wouldn't touch. What yeah. are you doing? Just call this... Episode three. Like, I don't, fart, I don't need any... Fart else. sounds, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, doesn't need to, it doesn't need to be words. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> name the episode... Fart sounds cut to the executive, the C suite at TLC. Um, mm. I'm taking a few extra breaths because I have to puff, you know, on a little, little cigarette made of cannabis um, uh, and distillates. You know what? But I don't know the brand been right rough now. with me recently. Uh -huh. So, um, I am drinking tequila <laughs> and smoking at the same time. Wow, so, no you know, Kirk Siggy. Just... Is the tequila Kirk signature? No, it's Coralea. Oh wow! Look at you at at the Coralea. top of your at the top of your tequila, uh, Tila. Where is Tila Tequila? She's <laughs> oh, she's please like don't ask that. Nazi. If you say that three times, she'll appear and fucking 
want to destroy the, <laughs> the the social fabric that's keeping us tenuously connected at the moment. Well, I was going to say the two sort of minorities that, uh, you know, are, you're not a sorta, I'm a sorta, um, that, that hosts this podcast. You'd want to run us right out of town. <laughs> sorta. Wow. I mean, Jews a, are a sorta, like, yes, we're a tiny yeah, no, percentage just, of the world, but like also the, like white passing, you know. Flippant language. Uh, on the census, what are you? Black, white, Latino, Latinx, Asian, sorta, kinda, whatever. <laughs> sorta, kinda, whatever on there. I used to do this joke where I would say um, being Jewish is um, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> say anything in the middle of it. <laughs> I'm saying being Jewish is uh, the only ethnicity where white people are like, hey, not so fast. And right. then black people are also like, hey, <laughs> not go, so really? fast. So go, anyway, oh, no one like, hey, that you know, joke. shout out to Jews because uh, my grandfather growing up in Chicago in like, you know, the fucking 30s and 40s, uh, the Jewish high school was the only place that would allow like black students. So he got his like, you should see his yearbook is the only like one of two black men in this entire Jewish high school, like graduating class at like 38 or something like that. Uh, so, you know. We see you. Thank you. Thanks. We appreciate being seen. <laughs> look at us. Look at us together. And who would have thought 70 years later, back together again. We even had a, I think, in my Jewish high school, I think we had like Mormon and Catholic kids too. Like Who just pulled up for the, the quality of education? I think so. Yeah. I was like, you're really committed because we fucking have Jewish history and shit. And like, you have to learn. Well, because I went to like a Lutheran school and we had Jews and like Mormons or whatever in our school too. But like everybody like treated the Bible's like class just sort of like as a thing where it's like, remember this poem, which was like the Bible verse. And like our tests were literally like, can you just recite a Bible verse from memory? And they're like, okay, you got an A because you knew Philippians 314. You crushed it, son. Now, please have a seat. I thought Lutherans were kind of on the chill side. Are they? They're not yeah. that. Yeah, they're chill, right? They're not like. I went to Catholic. Baptist, I went to a Catholic like high school. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Baptists are much more. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I mean, dude, come on. Luther, bro. Martin Luther was like, yo, check out the 99 theses. Or not. But a, whatever. But a bitch I ain't one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> whatever. The dude was all. Anyway, whatever. We're getting we're getting sidetracked. This isn't a theological podcast. This is where two stupid people get high and talk about a reality show. And we no must get into say it. That, but people really enjoy it when we don't talk about the show because sometimes the show isn't that worth it. Like we were both yeah. saying, for example, that this episode, not that many notes. Notes are light. Notes are light. But um, like I actually have like three sentences per chunk, except for our first couple, Paul and Karini, because my Fucking God, this man continues the downwards descent into fucking deadbeat dad hell. Seriously, like he already was at the Louis C.K. like level of Cancelania, but it's like, how much lower do you want to go, dog? You know, are you like trying to like. He has. Okay, I just want to I want to get meta for one second, because this is the only thing I really had to thoroughly write about was this one moment when they arrive in Kentucky from Brazil and they're getting the luggage from the baggage claim. And he is loading the luggage cart with, I'm not joking, around eight or nine full pieces of luggage, like gigantic duffel bags. Pissed me off so much. 
mostly because not just because any reasonable person could see that it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Pissed me off the most because both his fucking mom and his wife were like, yo, dude, it's not going to work. And mm-hmm. rather than listen to the two women in his life, he instead piled that thing up with suitcases so high that it definitely uh, fell over twice and was not even a little bit efficient. It would have he been was- far more efficient to get two fucking carts. Mm. But his little ego could not handle it. It's just the whole thing is exactly him summed up as a person, right? Not only his he can't accept outside feedback because of his ego. He is also completely unable to assess his own capabilities as a human being, an adult, meaning like he bites off in chunks that are entirely way too big for him to chew. Uh, Case in point, trying to be a father moving to Brazil, moving back from Brazil, trying to be a father, trying to be a, you know, uh, humane partner who doesn't just go off and hide in a chicken coop when you can't handle any kind of criticism. So A, he can't, he's never able to be honest about what his own limitations are. We've seen that time and again. And so that was the first part. Then you can also see, he, he this man has a terrible, terrible inability to articulate a need for assistance or that he is not going to achieve the thing he's, you know, saying that he can because he has this very like strict adherence to like this gender norm of like him the man and don't worry about me. So that has like this other thing where he just doesn't he'll never ask for help when he always needs it. He would actually benefit tremendously if he was just able to be like, "Hey, you know what? Like I I I I need something. I need something to be to do this better." But he can't do that. Instead, he'll just crash the floppy cart. It's not even just ask for help. Like, yes, you're absolutely right. He cannot ask for help, but he cannot articulate anything. He becomes (laughs) completely overwhelmed with emotions like fucking Tinkerbell. You remember that shit? Her whole thing was she's so little that she can't experience like mixed emotions or just a little bit of an emotion. She's just like a thousand percent angry or like nothing because she's little. So I didn't know that. Yeah, that's some Tinkerbell shit right there. When you're like, I only operate on emotional levels of zero or 100. So he's either so pissed and upset that he has to sit inside a fucking uh, chicken coop or Mm -hmm. like he is fine. And oh, I think me and Corinne are really going to work out. Uh, Me and Corinne are going to be fine. It's me and Pierre, okay? Pierre's coming down from Tana Jeans, Brazil. Actually, coming up, because technically we're south of the equator. We're in the southern hemisphere. Now we're in the northern hemisphere. Corinne, have you ever been to America? Have you ever seen a Cracker Barrel? Okay? Now. Corinne, do you love America? Corinne, Corinne, Corinne. Corinne, you love the most. Corinne, you love parking lots? Corinne. Corinne, what are you doing? What what are you letting Pierre do? Are y'all hooking up? like hot sauce, Taco Bell? What kinds are your favorite? Corinne. Corinne. So, this, (sighs) this dude, again, has another moment. Where he just melts down because, like you're saying, he he just he cannot express himself in any way that isn't healthy or constructive at all. All he knows how to do is melt down. So in this instance, fragile and brittle, and he just fucking falls apart and just shatters every time <laughs> that a situation gets even a little bit tense. Fragile and brittle, like someone I went to high school with, who I won't name, who bleached their hair. On their own, everyone said don't, and you came to school, you did a soccer header, and half your fucking wig blew off. 
Okay. <laughs> we remember that shit. And I won't even, about? I'm not going to, I don't need to. I don't need to. And I won't. <laughs> Talk about fragile and brittle. Oh, I, can, I see those ends now. <laughs> I love how petty you are. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad look. It was a bad look. Everyone said, don't do it. You don't know what you're doing. It could actually damage your hair pretty badly. If As you don't I know told what you're you, doing. I used to have frosted tips. And I have got to find that photo. I had little frosted tips. I have more like they were lightened up because it looked like sort of I was like a, a guy who didn't uh, make his K-pop audition because he didn't quite look like everybody else. So with this man, he has another breakdown in the instance that we see a lot when we see people from abroad pull their children out of car seats in a moving vehicle. We understand that is uh, terribly unsafe because in, in a car accident, you do not want to be holding a child 100%. Uh, but what we see are just these moments culturally where things are a little bit different, where it's like the baby's crying or whatever. I'm stressed out. I'm in a new country. Let me pull the child out or whatever and and soothe the child. In this instance, Carini pulled uh, Pieri <laughs> out of his car seat. And he just like looks like a fucking Karen where he's like, ah, ah, keeps like looking back while his mom's driving. Uh, you, you can't, yeah, he, he can't be out of the car seat. Okay, that's illegal. Uh, I said you got to put him back. Come on. Oh, and he's just like screaming. And his mom is like, yo, please shut. She, she, she goes on her whole thing. She's like, shut up, Paul. It's none of your business right now, Paul. You're an idiot, Paul. The thing is, that's important to note is they are like a block away from the hotel when this happens. Like they can see the hotel and she's like, I'm turning in. And I understand you're not supposed to take the kid out. She's literally taking the kid out for one second, and then she puts the kid back in. Anyway, he I, freaks out to a degree that is not proportionate to what she did. No. And I think, again, I'm not defending taking a child out of a car seat because, you know, that's your prerogative. It's as a not parent like when Asuelu took the kid out and Kalani was going like, 65 on a highway. Flying down the highway. She was going um, fast. You don't do this, that. This was purely about like his a inability to just articulate what he wanted. Instead, he just melted down because he found himself in another situation where he had no power, just like he has no ability to provide for his like family. This man is powerless. He's impotent, like to the dictionary definition. And, you know, this is what, like whenever that happens, this is how he does it. He runs away and literally runs out of the car. They, they're stopped, and he's like, it doesn't matter. I'm out of here, Mom. I don't care, Mom. <laughs> Pierre, uh, I, I can't. I'm Look, I'm such a good dad. I will get mad about the child not being in a car seat, but I'll be damned if I get a job and, like, you know, provide, like, financially. Come on, Mom. Help me. Can I have some hair? Please. <laughs> get me a job, so, I hope. I got a plan, okay? Come on. I'm going to cut your hair, and I'm uh -huh. going to sell it, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm going to make exclusive hair Jordans. Okay. I don't know, Paul. I don't know, Paul. I can't keep giving you my hair. I look a little bit like a mess now, Paul. Because all the patches, like, look how bad my bangs are now, Paul. You want me to go sit in the chicken coop? I don't know what that means, Paul. But yeah, you're such a drama king. Did you know that, Karini? He's a drama king. He's the king of drama. That was really cute. 
Poor Karini, man. Him a, 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 a drama king. And then also, it was pretty adorable when she said, shut up, Paul, you're an idiot, Paul. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's a that's a good, good golly Mary bonus. Mother Mary. Uh, that's 20,000 points just for checking your son. But... I'm, I hope we'll learn more about what's going on with the dad, too, because we know it's not like his parents aren't together. His father just refuses to participate in the filming of the show, which subtly, that is also a bonus uh, to anybody who is Good like, do not get me caught up in this mess. Although, part of this cut to us like fucking acting dumb as fuck on an episode of 90 Day Fiance, if it were to ever happen. Uh, and the dad just gets, that's plus 500 points. Um, I hope it's you know, clear that, you know, one reason I wouldn't be on a reality show uh, is obviously because, you know, you're going to make you're going to uh, really make yourself look bad no matter what. But the other reason I wouldn't be on a reality show is um, I can't get any good jobs that. after. Are you oh. kidding me? I can't handle that. Can you handle that? Fucking being filmed I, all the time. That shit is not no. for the. Although I came very close to being on a reality show when I was in college. Do tell the real world. Um, it was like a real world esque show that was going to be on the WB at the time or something or I don't know some sh- I don't know what the fuck it was, but they were it, the casting process was so like ham fisted like aggressively basically saying like. This is the kind of person we, the character we need. You're that character, right? And it was just like, so like, how would your friends describe you? I'm like, I don't know, pretty chill. They're like, oh, so like, but are you kind of like one of those so people like who like flip out all the time and like throw yeah, drinks at people? You're like, no, no, like I'm, I'm pretty, like I'm funny, I'm outgoing, right? So then like you get really messed up, drunk, and people are worried about you because like you're just have a rampant sex life that people believe is reckless, but you think it's just you living your best life because you're trying to get over a breakup. Oh <laughs> uh, no. So even though I said that, they brought me back because I was like, I think the thing they liked was I was just talking shit about people who like are my age. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I think I don't get half the people my age, this or that. Like, I was just like a grumpy old 22 year old, uh, like the worst kind of fucking stupid idiot. And, uh, you know, real Chandler, I know you hate it when I do this. That's why I do it. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but I'm going to take it as disrespect. (laughs) You should. (laughs) But remember when, like, <clears throat> the whole thing basically is, like, Hi. remember when in, like, the 90s, 2000s, like, sarcasm was cool? Oh, yeah. You know? And, like, if you were a sarcastic asshole, like, people were like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Dude, that was a lot of my personality, too, in college. Looking back, oh, yeah. I'm very sorry, but that's what mine it was. was. Just like, mine was just, yeah, cutting commentary. That's why you're like, I love how petty you are. I'm like, these are bad habits I have from the early 2000s that I'm trying to let go. Oh, yeah. This is the only for- form I can let this out in because yeah. this is poison that should not be spread to the rest of my life. You know why? Because, like, you know, we hit, like, peak bottom level of, like, shitty humor, like, around the Lisa Lampanelli, like, mean like wave like the mean wave really was not humor it was just about like i'm gonna be chest out problematic and not bat an eye as i say shit and people are gonna be like whoa this person's pretty aggressively fucked up huh but like it's cool because like they're kind of doing it winky but it's also like yeah terribly racist and homophobic 
and not that she was the first like person to do that, but I mean like that it was a very, very distinct brand of humor that a lot of people I think have not moved past that took it as like, no, that's just like it's just actually just terrible and mean spirited. But the, it was just the aggressiveness that people would like clung to. Yeah. And how wild is it that like the big joke was that she fucks black guys? Yeah. She's like, How's don't worry. That a joke? I, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? That I shit can't... was wild. What I shit? forgot about her. This is everybody, though. I think, you know, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to single Lisa Lampanelli out, but I'm no, saying no, no. what her this moment, I think, her. highlighted our, like, zeitgeist at the time. Yo, oh, Married that's with zeitgeist Children? Bonus. Come on. Uh-huh. Married with Children was, like, the show. If you oh, watch yeah, any just, of it yeah. now, you're like, are you kidding? Yo, there was a dude who used to be a recurring cast member who was part of Al Bundy's No Ma'am group. And when we had block parties, he would wear his shirt out. Like, yes, it's me. And people were like, bro, you live like, okay, whatever. Do your thing. No, ma'am. All right, let's take a quick break. And then we'll come back. All right. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with Geico, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And let's get into Colt um, and Jess. Colt, I only thing I have noted here is he danced. but And I have that in very petty uh, air quotes. They're not air quotes. They're actually literal quotation marks. I Sorry for lying. Literal quotation marks. My note for that is, did the producers make him do it? Oh, God. No, that was like horny dog dancing. The way he was <laughs> like, that is the best you can do. I feel sick inside. I just need you to know that. That, I mean, what did you think of that? It was not, it was a lot of convulsing. It was to the point where I didn't actually even bother to look at what Jess was doing because he was moving so violently and like rigidly. That I was almost in shock because they, I'm like, well, I know they're playing music in the edit right now. So I guess he's celebrating. (laughs) But it was all on the heels of her basically saying like, yo, I don't like that you try to controls me. I'm not about the control of me, first of all. Uh, So yes, maybe one week party. Yes. Next week party. No, look, compromise. Let's do it. Because I'm not going to be in a Hellesian ship. Uh, that is not get, that does not give me freedom. And he's like, okay, great, we'll compromise. I'm, I can dance, you know, I'm loose. And then that weird, weird. I was really looking. I'm really interested in his dance moves, though. I would like to see a little bit more dancing, just to really get the full picture. Make sure that your gifts are 
or just a a hundred at a hundred percent yeah like i honestly even though i do not like colt i want to see his style of like close-minded rhythmless white guy going to brazil because in this episode jess is like "I i would love for you to meet my family would you come to brazil and he's like yeah i'd love to go to brazil and like catch him in some carnival, like dancing in the street with like a batucada band or something, and he has to like fucking just be around that, and him just be like, I want to see what Colt does. Is he just gonna get loose? Is he gonna be like, we have to go? This is so dangerous right now, Jess. I don't feel safe right now. These people have metal sticks that they're playing rhythmically. It's really intimidating with these sonic <laughs> weapons. <laughs> It's alarming. Everyone's uh, doing something on the two and four. I don't yeah. understand. Uh, I thought one and three. Is that not not the right? I don't way? know. And then one, this guy's doing like five beats. That's like, <laughs> and I don't know if that's. I guess that's clave. I don't know what that is. It sounds violent. Uh, I'd rather like just regular clapping like this. I don't like four, two, three. <laughs> Those are just, oh, you hate them. You hate them. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Jess clearly is going to play this man for a reason. So shout out to you, Jess. Do what you've got to do. Just the way she was like, I don't know. I Maybe I stay because student visa? Maybe K-1? I don't know. No. <laughs> He's like, how do you think you're going to stay here? I don't know, K-1. You tell me. <laughs> um. And um, and then I guess seem... she says, come to Brazil, which I'm like, oh, no, don't let your family see this is how far you've fallen in America. Don't do well, that. I think she needs that because her thing is like, well, this man will help me get to America. And then but I need my parents to also like sign off on me being married because I can't I just know. Not- but honey, ain't no visa worth this guy. Just find somebody else. Truly. I'm all for exploiting someone, but he's really creepy. Do you I'm like her glasses? Um, do you, yeah, I like her better, I think, with them on than off. How about you? Yeah, I like, there, I like she, she's got something going with the glasses. It's like, um, like Irma from Ninja Turtles or some shit. Or, um, I think I like a girl that has like super tatted up with glasses. Mm-hmm. There's just, just like, like a nice juxtaposition What's that to that. It's like that style. I don't know. Like suicide girl kind of like tatted vibes, but the with the the nerd look, nerd tat. Yeah, I guess nerd tat nerd tat with the cat tat because she yeah. has cat tats too. She does. Meow. I mean, I I think her whole vibe is hot. I like them thick thighs. Have As you been you know, with a woman? I'm club. sorry to pry into your sexual history have you ever been with a woman who is a cat person i mean i assumed all the women i've been with are cat. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just curious if they if, if it hits different um well like here's a cat the thing like, a dog person because all of my hooking up with women was done before i got with my man which was pretty early in my 20s they were mm-hmm. like college and oh so yeah yeah you don't have the set to be as like analytical right yeah. In high school, first of all, you can't have pets. <laughs> so yep. high school to co- and then college. But yeah, there were cat really kids in elementary school. You didn't have cat kids. You There were cat kids who were clear uh, who were about that cat life and had cat folders and shit and would be like 
my cat's called Miko from fucking Pocahontas or some shit. And you're like, okay, thank you. I didn't go to elementary school in the U.S., so I think it's different. Right. I had had a cat, but it was people, I don't know. When I was growing up in Ukraine, like, or when it was the USSR too, not a lot of people had pets. It's like you're barely feeding yourself. I don't know. It was rare to me. Now I don't think that that's the case, but that's how it was. That was a thing I was, yeah, uh, I don't know, that like this was even relevant, but I remember in Chernobyl in the HBO series, they were talking about like when he's about to take his own life, how he leaves all that food for his cats and like how very different that would be to even give a pet food like that because it wasn't like you were getting pet food specifically for that. Like you had to break them off. Anyway, shout yeah, out yeah, to- Yeah, yeah, you're whatever. fucking standing in line to get milk and then you're giving the milk to your cat and shit, you know? That's baller. Yeah. You know what? If you're a cat person, meow. Does it hit different? K1s, let us know. Does it hit different if you're a cat person, meow? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think if I've been with I think I'm a true bisexual because I am a cat and a dog person, and people don't like that. People always want to know. They're like, which one? They force you to define yourself? Yeah. No, but everyone's always like, are you a cat person or a dog person? And when you're like, I'm "I'm both. both. They're like, no, but who do you like more? It's the same thing. Both. You're like, no, it's not a more. I love both There's, of them yeah. differently. They have their advantages and their disadvantages. Mm-hmm. Leave me the fuck alone. For example, only cats know where the clitoris is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, that tongue hit different though, for sure. Oh, okay, that's sandpapery. I'm just kidding. Oh my <laughs> Please get this lady off the airwaves. Now, do you have anything else to add about Colty and Jess? I just remember her friends were like, Myra, I believe, was her the, the homegirl that went off last time. She was just could not believe that she was actually saying that she liked, that Jess loved Colt. It looked like they were really like, are you for real about this? Like, like it was almost clear to her that the hustle was on? Uh, when... The question of do you want to get married was like she makes a face. It was pretty funny. And then the interesting, the only interesting thing about any of this was that she said, if my dad hates him, it's done. Yeah. And then when her friend was like, Do you think your dad will hate him? She like kind of avoided that. Yeah. <laughs> like probably. Uh, and then her friend, you know, the one that's like, we love her because she's the queen bee slash queen mm-hmm. bitch of the whole thing. And she's like, I know you love him and I wish the best for you, but I don't think that way. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Myra. Myra, that's uh, yeah. a keeping that's it greasy a bonus. Savage, keeping it real. Oh, uh, what is that? That's quite total coming up. 50k yeah so just making sure we always have to double check our scores for the k ones at home just so you know this is a very thorough process this isn't just something we do out of the blue randomly and i'm just mashing buttons on a iphone app or something like that this what do you is... think this is a game what do they think that... first of all let's not even i'm trying to keep my blood pressure low today so let's just if we can move on should we move on as you take a big ass gulp of i'm assuming your tequila soda Yes, I finished it. Wow. <clears throat> you took a like a jest like sip because it's streaming down the side of your face on down your It neck. is not, you liar. <laughs> I wish it was. I'll make for a better visual. Uh should we move on to Libby and Andre? I hate everything about this relationship. 
I want him to leave her and I want her to meet someone that can make her into a better person instead of a worse person. Everything about him is so entitled and shitty. Um, She's worried about, you know, going to Moldova and um, he, she's like, she finds out that he has already decided for them that they'll be there for three weeks. Yeah. He's like, wait, what? This man has no fucking he has like no ability to work her. with her. Yeah. I think because he doesn't have money and that he feels emasculated by that because he's very old school in his gender roles and he feels like he needs to provide. So I think like controlling her and planning things without her is like a way for him to get control, you know, that makes up for him feeling like he doesn't have control. And it's just Oh, right, right. That's just like his feeling, right. Yeah, it's <clears> just <throat> pathetic. And he just says really shitty things like when she's like worried about the family coming or not coming and like, you know, not, oh, she's like, I don't, where are we going to stay? And he's like, oh, we're going to stay with my parents. She immediately is pulls a face like, I don't fucking want to. She's like, I want to stay with my family because I don't want them to be alone in a foreign country, you know, right. I want to be with them and make sure everything. But babe, they have to be closer, you know? And then he goes. Well, they have money. They can hire a translator. Why are you so shitty about how much money they have when you constantly hit them up for money? He's because that's just the, you know, the cognitive dissonance of, you know, the Andre toxic man experience. That's just how it is. He can't, there's no, he has to go all one way. Because but to have both things be true, I think it would be too much. He clearly has such an issue acknowledging that he can't provide. And they're solely relying on Libby's family. He just can't. So I don't, it, it, gets, it gets so like tiring to watch. Because Libby, you see just this like boom bust cycle where she's you know, smiling for the, the Zoom call to talk to his parents and be like, oh, can't wait to go to Moldova. <laughs> And then with and then just completely be railroaded, like, no, nah, this is what we're doing. We're three weeks. Fuck your family. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if your sister can't go. This is how it is. Bye. Both of the sisters can't go. Yeah. Becky they and both have Megan. babies and you can't plan a trip like this less than a month away or whatever. He's true. Yeah. This is uh, whatever. I don't know how this is. I, I just hate seeing Andre like get what he wants through this family it's like it it sickens me because he is there's nothing redeemable about this man he's truly a sperm is like a sperm donor who, who has turned parasitic eleanor i we can only say beautiful things because as we all know the children are from heaven they're angels eleanor no exception the father is a sperm donor though completely not there for anything he's just purely he was just there to ejaculate and then cause problems. It's truly so fucked up truly. that I know she wants this to work out because she has a young baby, but it's truly mm-hmm. fucked up that he's such truly. a shitty person that we're sitting here hoping that that relationship doesn't work out so that that kid's dad isn't in her life. That's how bad yeah. of a person he is. Yeah. That so we're hoping that he What's... leaves because we think their life, lives will be better. Yeah. And, oh, and we shouldn't even wish that because at the end of the day, you want Eleanor to have a like a you know love loving household. But if we play out the scenario where we say 
I wonder what it would even be like if Andre had a job, you know, was a, like, you know, able to provide um, and just at least carry his weight somewhat. I think he would still use that as justification for completely dominating his wife and comp- having no regard for her because then it's back into like the normal order of things, which is, well, <laughs> I bring in the money, so I don't know what the fuck you're trying to say because you don't run shit. I am Andre. Welcome to the show. He's so gross, and it makes me so sad to see her shopping for her dream wedding dress. Her sister's literally crying because they're like, we've been planning your dream wedding with you. I've never been this type of bitch, but I can sympathize with bitches that are. like Some people sympathize with those bitches, please. I am. I think it's like sucks if you've been planning this your whole life. And then someone uh, suddenly takes that away from you just because they're really selfish and toxic. Yeah. And sisters really want to be there. Now they're not going to be there. And they're like, and she has oh, to get an off the rack perfect. dress. No, she off got a good dress. Rack. But off the, she couldn't even really take the time. Like I was feeling that for her, right? She couldn't even pick one and be like, okay, you know what? Let's have this all. At least I can have the dress. She's like, I don't know, honey. You're just gonna have to pick one that fits. And keep the it dress moving. was perfect. And she said it was perfect. And I got to say, sometimes when your plans get fucked like that, it can be the best thing or like forces you to be a little more efficient thing or whatever. Sometimes, no, sometimes you go to that store and there's nothing there. And then you're like, well, this sucks for me. I'm not saying it always works out, but sometimes it does. Can I be honest? Yeah. I didn't like the dress. <gasps> Ooh. But it's not my wedding, and it has nothing to do with me. It's none of my business. I'm just a small man having a small podcast about someone else's dream wedding. Before you go into it, I just want to say, I would never get a long sleeve dress for me, but for what she wanted for a winter wedding, I thought she right. did a night like it looked nice. What are your issues? That being said, I I don't like I don't like lace. Oh, like that. What about beading? I can I can fuck with some beading, you know what I mean. Lace. So, like, I like, what do you like? Do you like like a mermaid shape or like a fitted or like spaghetti strap or like what's your? Yeah, name? I like well, no, more just like a burlap bag, you know, whatever's cheap, you know, because I think women spend way too much money on these dresses these days. <laughs> Shut up, Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, women got to think like a man. Don't hate yourself. <laughs> Hate yourself and make yourself small. And then men will come around like, what? (laughs) Oh, no. No, But seriously, please tell me what kind of dress you like. No, I don't know. I just, I think it wasn't, I think I was tainted on the experience. I was like, I think you can find something better. I think you can find, it was just more like, I felt like she could have had a better dress. But beating, I like something more minimal. I like, I like minimal looks. Are you Uh committed to white? Off-white? No, I don't you care about dress. Preference? I want to have a black and red Sophia Alexandra special. Mine was Wasn't just red, black and red. Yeah. Oh, just, just red. Just yeah, red. yeah. You know, like my big fat gypsy wedding, uh, which I think is problematic terminology, but the show bangs like the UK version. Anyway, fuck Andre. You know, it looks like he's being weird already when he's like, the thing you got to understand about her family is, you know, they're American and they're real proud of it, which is true. They definitely have this attitude, but it was. It seemed like the response. Well, I don't know if that was his brother or brother-in-law. He was like, "All right, I guess we'll see." He was even like, "Why are you bringing this up? Like, do you hate them? Like, are you just poisoning the well? Should we meet them?" 
but the whole thing's a mess. So not like that thing's going to end well for anybody except like the the businesses that are being hired by Andre for the wedding, because I'm sure they're going to get major coin. Um, hundred percent. I think also one of the shittiest quotes of the episode was pretty much like the mom being like Libby's mom being like, I mean, I can see that she's trying to get a long sleeve dress because it's like appropriate for like where she's getting married and like why and whatever. Mm -hmm. But why Mm -hmm. does she have to respect his culture? Like, why can't she just have her titties out? Because she's a yeah, like why can't she be her? Why can't she just have her titties out and not care about anything or anyone else? Or about their yeah. traditions. She's American. Her tradition American. is shitting on other people's traditions. Everybody knows this. This is our culture. We cannibalize oh, yeah. your culture or we shit on it. Those are the that? only two options. Buy fucking Coca-Cola or McDonald's or get fucking bombed. Are you fucking serious right now? Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Don't anyway. upset me. I'm white. <laughs> Don't upset me. I will show up in your country and leave an indelible mark that you will, it will take generations to correct. I already think Moldova is literally the scariest place in the world. But yeah. guess how scary it's going to be once I get there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's all right, move, move on. on to Tanya and Sinjin. And this uh, is all I'll say, because all I have written down is he goes to get a job at a pub. And then just gets drunk and dis- and doesn't get a job. <laughs> hey, you don't know if he got a job, okay, or not. They, you know the he said, fucked that whole interview. The guy up. said he would call him. <laughs> oh, my God. That poor owner having to fucking pretend that this man wasn't freaking him out the whole time. He was just asking simple questions. What was so sad is it was really clear that Sinjin needs therapy. You know, the, the yeah. whole vibe of him that whole time was, uh, I really desperately need someone to talk to about my life and my alcoholism. Right. And process things. I'm just going to process thing, these things out loud to you during this job interview. Yeah, exactly. And instead, he went to a, to a bar and then during a job interview for being a bartender, <laughs> <laughs> fell apart about literally everything about his life to his potential future boss the thing just get kept getting worse and worse right because it was like a he he wasn't being very eloquent in just answering these very simple questions it's like so do you have any bar experience pneumonia sound yep Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's it Red flags going up, warning, attention, please get your head together because this man, yeah, he's showing he's not going to be a very good employee, especially when it's like a bartending gig and he's like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't really make cocktails. Like, I can pour beer and like do hard liquor, I think. And the bar, the owner's like, okay, at the very least, this is an Irish pub. You must be able to pour a fucking pint of Guinness. Can you do it properly? Cut to no. Um, it was all head. It was bad. All head. I mean, it wasn't too heady, but he couldn't even fill the he couldn't even fill the pint properly. Like he stopped short. Whatever, Sinjin, you need to a. Uh, it sounds like this man needs help because when he comes home, uh, Tanya had her 
doctor's appointment basically saying she's going to be off her feet for another three months. And he was trying so hard to do that thing when you are drunk and you got to act like you're sober. Oh, you're super together. You're super together. Babe, tell me your daughter's appointment. Oh, hello. about it. Oh, well, so how did your appointment go, my love? With your foot? Mm. Mm. <laughs> ah. Yes. What? Arthritis? Mm. Two years. Nah, that's 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> 20 years. That's like, so oh, three years of not doing honey, shit. My doctor said it's, it's in two years. That's bullshit, my love. It's that's bullshit, my love. It's not arthritis. Oh. It's not that's not how arthritis uh, works. Okay, so please stop so calling you, it arthritis. <laughs> hey, you want the threat? You got the arthritis. Arthritis happened twenty years, my love. Twenty years, my love. Not to me. I don't think so because the way I do my love is bullshit, and we'll never expect arthritis at twenty years. I was uh. going to be an opera singer slash carpenter slash doctor. So oh. I can tell you. Okay. What are you? Arnold Schwarzenegger on Nas balloons right now? Bitch, you know I can't do that. <laughs> I love it. Oh, but I like it. <laughs> ah, the carpenter and the opera singer. And you know, I don't really care because when I get here, I'm going to be like great bartender. My love with the thritis. Pretty good. That's a really good singing. <laughs> Nailing every day. Uh, all right. You got anything else to add aside from this is becoming a slow burn tragedy as the show reveals more and more about what is going on. They are facing three months of not working, mounting bills, and an alcohol issue that he, I'm not I sure is going to I just really want to mention that mm -hmm. Team Tanya doesn't look so bad now, does it? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's come all the way around. It's miles. weird. Yeah. Things just come back around, you know, like the sun. You know, it's coming back around again. But this is for the people love the sun. I mean, yeah, you might you might be vindicated, although she she's she not an so angel. sad when she said, please don't breathe deep in my face again because he was so drunk. <laughs> she's so over him. Oh, uh. But it's a bad situation. Whatever. Like, again, this will be a car crash that we have to slowly watch. Fuck it. Just hit the gas, man. Let's go. We're Tanya and Sinjin accelerationists. Um, I think is the official stance of the show. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll get back to our final two couple. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, 
Is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. And some more quick hits. Angela and Michael. I um, forgot about them. I added them at the end. Yeah, well, all all that needed to happen is she needs a will. Uh, because if they got married, this man would have everything, and that would be an issue. Although, I don't know why she's only leaving her grandchildren half and him half. I feel like Michael is like a quarter order. You know what I mean? Less than, maybe. At best. That's what I'm saying, the most. Half? You got, And you have six grandchildren? If not the whole thing, like give leave him your you know your car or some or like your scrubs that he can sniff at night. <laughs> Truth, leave her that leave him that Michael necklace. <laughs> yep, that's where some Michael. And um, that's for sure gold plated. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, wow. She got Dude. got on gld.com of an Instagram um, ad. <laughs> I also like- want to say that that's not the only thing that happened. The other thing that we found out was that Skyla, Skyla, come on, Skyla does not. Skyla doesn't want no, to go mama. to Nigeria. No, mama, I can't go, mama. Who's gonna watch these kids and who's gonna stay with grandma? I don't know, mama. Mama, I'm I Skyla. can't, and I don't want to, mama. I, you I'm know what? Sorry, Shout out Skyla. You know, I don't support your- this relationship, mama. Yep. Skyla, you get a bonus. For, for I love Skyla. So she just kept it real for the whole time. Uh, that's I a, thought about know, it. I said I think about it. I thought about it, and I don't want to go, Mama. Thought I about can, it, been about it. I don't it. want to. And that's a thirty thousand point bonus. I no. gotta take care of Mama. I gotta watch these kids. I'm sorry, Mama. I ain't going to it's Nigeria. A, and she knows. She knows it's bad. It's bad news bears. Walter Matthau. It's not going to work. Why are they together? It's all bad for everybody. But it's like they ain't, they don't have anything in common. Skyla, <laughs> you serious? You ain't gonna yes, give me an egg, Skyla. And you know, give me a- to Nigeria. Come on, Look, Michael, Skyla. and I need you. Michael, get on the phone. I told you, Skyla. I don't want to pull this card, Skyla, but I told you for nine months, and I'm just asking you for an egg and a witness. Can I get an egg witness and a witness to testify? Can I get a what, what, and a witness and an egg, please? Let me get, let me hold an egg real quick, Skyla. Let me hold a couple eggs, <laughs> like three or four. And what happens? What happens after that? I don't care. But let me hold a couple. Hold on a second. Let me call Michael here. right now. Michael. Yeah, Angela. He would look sweaty as fuck. Skyla won't be a witness. Oh, please. I did the BJ. (laughs) He did the BJ. That's all you need to know. It's right. I didn't ask you to tell Skyla about it. Bye. Sorry. Gotta go. Uh Uh, Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on with them anymore. So let's, I have nothing else to say aside from thank you, Skyla, for not believing in this relationship like everybody else. Please come on the show. We'd love to have you sometime. Yeah. Or Mima. I love Mima. Oh, you part of the Sky Bar? Yeah, you know it. All right. At the Mondrian Hotel? Mm-hmm. That used to be the spot, yo. Mm. Back, back when you and Shia hung out. Eee! No, back when I was in the Christina Aguilera entourage. Yeah, 2006, bro. You popping off at Privilege, you know, go to the Sky Bar when Hyde opened up, and it was, like, fucking low-key. You could only get in the by invitation and shit. 
I'm sorry, please do not skip over the part where you're part of Christine Aguilera's entourage. Oh, that's a whole, that was a whole era. Yeah, I used to date her, one of her backup dancers. Uh-huh. So that was like just part of the crew that rolled together. Like the choreographer and the other dancers were like the only people she was kind of friends with because they were consistently around her and they would not be like suspicious of because this, she was suspicious. She did not not talk to me for like six months of me being like dating this person and eventually was like acknowledging me in conversations and shit. And they're like, oh, wow, that's like a big step. I'm like, does she treat him like a fucking human? But I get it because so many motherfuckers just like need, want something from them. Anyway. Um, what era of Christina was this? Uh, back to basics. Ain't no other man can stand next to you. You're the only guy. I was at the shoot. I was at the video, video shoot dude. at the Alexandria Hotel, and the, some of the members from Fishbone were actually in the band, and I was kicking it with them, smoking weed That's with them. Fucking because I was just Fishbone, chilling. Fuck yeah. yeah! Legends, you know. Shout out to them. It's a Fishbone yeah, bonus. That's a Fishbone bone. That's uh, what? What's what's coming up for you for the Fishbone bone? Fishbone bone. That's uh, seventy five hundred thousand. Fishbone bone 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 bone. Tell me what you're gonna do when you're in an entourage. Tell me what you're gonna when you can't get in the club. Anyway, background dancer. That, that relationship yielded me really memorable moments. I also got to smoke a blunt with DJ Premier. Um, which is one of the highlights, you know, for all the hip hop heads out there, you already know what time it is. The great DJ Premier from Gangstar, That's uh, one of the greatest dope, producers of know, all time. Independent Thought was really big Gangstar. I know Independent Thought was probably <laughs> spit and freeze over all kinds of fucking Gangstar instrumentals. You know it. <laughs> you know, lemonade is a popular drink, and it still is. I got more props and stunts than Bruce Willis. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Gangstar. Fuck. That's a Gangstar bonus. Uh, also, and that's two million points. Um, okay. But yeah, I got other stories. I'll tell you off mic. I want to know everything. I'll tell you those off mic as I get my truths on mic. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Welcome to the Prime and Independent Thought Patreon show. Shout out to people who said they would pay for that Patreon. I know. Uh, amazing. I think we would have to do it in character of like what hundred percent where we were at, like as people when we were rappers. Yes, and we would have to bring new raps for every ep. Oh, every episode was a you got sixteen bars from us at minimum. A hundred percent. Hmm. Interesting. We'll have to think about this. The the podcast absolutely no one wanted except for us while we're high being like, yo, let's do that shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's ever made fun of a conscious white rapper. <laughs> no, I think that's pretty safe. That's it. That's, that's allied. I would say that's pretty that's new. Almost, that would never <laughs> invite any kind of criticism. I can't imagine why it would. <laughs> But I but bet, like, I'm curious. You could probably spit some bars because you're you know clever. What I'm you're you're good with the words, so I'm I'm curious to see what if you're nice with the pen. Ooh, I mean? like that you think that I'm clever with words. That really makes me feel good. Even though you said beat be, beat behind the bush that I'm one time, making fun of me forever. <laughs> yeah, but I like that. Those are bars, though. That means hitting it from the back. <laughs> 
That's yeah, what they I don't do know. Like that was a metaphor. The back. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be behind a bush. Like, oh, shit, bars. Okay. Damn. <laughs> now you got me bro. seeing stars. Uh, shall we move on? Ooh, yes, please. Asuelu and Kalani. Another quick one. Uh, we got to see his sister, Pai Pai. Uh, I love that name. So shout out to Pai Pai. Pai, uh, Pai, a Pai, Pai bonus for money in the most shitty slash real way ever. Um, oh, she doesn't yeah. care about a swell. It seems like she just cares about the money. Yeah, I don't know if that's how it's edited or what, or like you know, because I know culturally, like when you leave, that's like the deal. Like you're going so you can go to make money, more money than you would there, and then send some send some dough back. But what you ain't got nothing now. Truth. But although but he does have the, him, like, the not light care that much about job. the fact that he has a part time job and two kids. There's no yeah. Her energy was a little bit like Debo. She a little she has some Debo energy. Mm. You know what I mean? She's like, what bike? I didn't like her. And she's like, man, my grandmama gave me that tune. <laughs> Shut up before I knock your punk ass out. Oh my god, the way DJ Pooh fucking. That's one of my favorite moments in in Friday when he's when he gets his chain snatched. DJ Pooh, the physical comedy. I mean, the, one of the, the, best the lame arm moments. swing. I said cinema like I smell my own farts. I love it. Yeah. I mean, calling Friday cinema, there is truly nothing higher. Thank you so much. I, um, um, I just yeah, want to so- say the really fucked up thing about this segment is that Asuelu would rather risk his babies getting measles than just to chill and miss his family for an extra couple months, which is wild to me. And I would divorce a man after that. He's yeah. like, well, it says it's a really small risk, really. So it's like, do you not want zero risk for your They just need the baby? vaccines. Well, the doctor said, you know, it'd be better maybe 12 to 15 months. No, it was 6 to 12, bro. You're tripping. Also, like, was that woman really a doctor? Can we be real for a second, Kalani? Yeah, Wait, he up. said, I thought doctor, well, is, that a doctor? is a boy. And oh, then oh. she's like, women can be doctors. <laughs> he is so bumbling in his ignorance that at times, like, I want to give him a pass. But that one, Asuelu, goodbye. Oh, is he canceled? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You know, because he's been he's been saying shit. He has like these. He He says child rearing is easy. So he already was on his way. That's off. Yeah. And I think we were giving him a pass a little too long because he is so innocent and childlike at times. But your words have your words have your words have meaning and that power to Asuelu. And you can't just be like, wait, what? I don't know. I mean, look, there's a chance you can come out of there. You know, I myself have resurrected my own soul from Transylvania, as has Sophia. So you can do it, too. And if you would like Asuela, you can subscribe to our Patreon, where we will show you step by step how to emerge from Transylvania, from Transylvania to WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) Did wonders. For Donald Trump. <laughs> okay, I don't know what the fuck this is. Where do we go? No, that was a plus 420k bonus for you. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, do we have any um, reviews you want to get to before we head on out? Okay. Wow. Shout out to K1s for even leaving reviews out there, even new ones to talk about. New messages to deal with. New information. 
Shout out to, oh man, and I hate to do this so ignorantly without actually pulling up your name, but uh, a Portuguese speaker who was mentioning the structure of the language about how you would just add an S to pluralize things. So that's probably the root of the man's and men's um, signature iconic lines we get some from some of our uh, Brazilian cast members. Um, I have their reviews pulled up. Here mm -hmm. we go. Um, this one is by Tem1985, five stars. This podcast is so funny, so smart, and the hosts are truly 90 day scholars. So glad I found this podcast. Well, oh. thank you. Wow. Um, we've dreamt of being professors of trash forever. I mean, we, I don't know what else to say. Wow. Thank you so much. That's on, I feel honored. Yeah. To be a, to be considered an expert in anything aside from just smoking weed. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, another review is by Trumpet Guy 92. Some meat is the title of it. <laughs> this five stars. This podcast is everything I didn't know I needed. As my girlfriend and I wade through the raw sewage that is every variation of 90 Day Fiance, Miles and Sophia have become our spiritual guides. Sophia, we're still trying to forgive you for briefly being Team Tanya. <laughs> yeah, but you know watching, what? You might fucking end up being Team Tanya too now, motherfuckers. I know. That's what's going to be. Oh, wow, wow. I don't know. I don't know. You could. This. You could. It might come around and you were right. This person continues to say, not only are you guys elevated, the points made about the general health of these trash relationships deserves to be held up as more than lofty thinking. Thank you for giving us something to look forward to twice a week. P.S. Miles calling Drusilla Dracula made me laugh harder than Jihoon's friends are going to laugh when they find out about his extra snuggie. <laughs> Fucking Dracula. I was ignorant, dude. I well, didn't they know. They didn't it was know. Called. We called her Dracula. Uh, it's in the vault. We called I will her Dracula. always call her Dracula. We always will because her behavior <laughs> was yeah. truly wild uh, the first season she was on. Anyway, um, yeah. okay, hold on. We also have a review by Yippee Yee Yee. Best podcast that ever existed. Five stars. Oh, so wow. Get out of here, Yippee Yee Yee. I am blushing. So mm -hmm. what better than to combine the two most glorious things in the world? I'm definitely a fan. I watch along and anxiously await the podcast just to have the best time on my commute to work. I thought past the kielbasa was great until I heard Miles impersonate Paul. I was cracking up so hard I had tears coming out of my eyes. Oh, my God, man. I'm a man no. butterfly mom is now something I say so much. My kids are repeating it. <laughs> oh, I'm a great mother, I swear. <laughs> you two are seriously the best. Shout out to my sister for the recommendation. K1s unite. Hey, blessed. Thank you so much. Thank you. And then we have. What? More? Now we're blessed. News Justin is the person and the mm -hmm. review is called very fun and nice five oh. stars i'm glad this podcast is now twice a week i really enjoyed the in-depth convo about samit eating jenny's ass mm -hmm. <laughs> that's you know why he... i really wanted to, <laughs> to read it. he's getting buried in there <laughs> oh samit oh no uh-oh. I feel like she always says, uh-oh, when she has sex. Your Jenny sucks. You're so good at Paul and so, I, so good at Matthew. Yeah. We're bound to eventually not. 
nail it. Hey, you know, but you in some what? ways, I'm terrible. Maybe it I'm is way great worse than you. But that's not a measure of who we are as people, you know. So I, it doesn't even matter, you know. It's because it's because we give the energy to be so petty and small about people on a reality show. Amen. That's the thing. Amen. Anyway, so amen to that. Amen to y'all for being here. Uh, and that will conclude today's sermon. So thank you so much. We will be passing the uh, we'll be passing the offering tray around, uh, so you can give your tithings. But you can find us at four twenty day fiance on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and you can also, you know, check me out on social media, you know, me, Sophia Alexandra at the Sophia S O F I Y A Twitter, Instagram. Also my other podcast, private parts unknown with Courtney Kosak. Check me out there too. Yeah. We just dropped our first episode in our anti-racism series. So check that nice. out. Nice. There you go. And who did you also, speak with? Who are your guests? Oh. The first one is with Kristen Bennett. That's the one that's up now. She uh, hosts the podcast called Your Fave is Problematic, and she's mm. great. Nice. So what is she just always take just basically taking down iconic franchises and celebrities or just illuminating the, the shittiness? Yeah, kind of. But she also is like, I have problematic faves. You know, she's oh, like, yeah, got she it. loves Tina Fey and she's like, oh, there's bad the... stuff in there. Well, but uh, yeah. and then she goes in on like Drake and like, here's the problematic things about Drake. And this is before the underage stuff. It's it's fascinating. And it's not like uh, what's the word? It's not condescending. But this is about this is about your podcast, Private Parts Unknown. So check that episode out. Let's not get let's not take our eye off the prize, which are impressions. Thank you. As we call them in the business. So we get those CPMs. Hey, do you also have an album out? Yeah, I do. Uh, and it's in the top 20 right now on iTunes. What? Is it? I don't know. I'm just saying that. I feel well, like it, it was number still. one for three days. I know it was number one. We know about that. I mean, we've seen, we've heard, we know. Um, do you get a plaque at some point? They fucking better send me something. Yeah. If not, I'll make you one. iTunes Inc. better fucking send me something. <laughs> hey, if you're listening and I know you are, motherfuckers, now. Give it to me now. <laughs> And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Miles of Gray. That's gray with an A. And you know what, you guys? You can also listen to me on my other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist, every morning with Jack O'Brien. Yep. Except not this week. I'm out. But, you know, but that's, that's fine because I come back, you know, secretly for the K-1s because like we have to have to get this message out, you know? I'm off this week. <laughs> anyway. All right, y'all. We love you. Take care. Peace and blessings. Bye-bye. Bye. Looking to make a positive impact on the health and wellness of your community? Achieve your biggest goals with Duquesne University's School of Pharmacy. Prepared for success, our students benefit from a 99% job placement rate and a six-figure average starting salary. Choose from Bachelor, Doctor of Pharmacy, and graduate programs offered online and on campus, or transfer in. Specialize in areas such as pediatrics, acute care, or research. Visit duq.edu slash pharmacy. The 27 Club is back. The 27 Club, a serialized podcast about iconic rock stars who died at the age of 27, returns with the story of Janis Joplin. The 27 Club is hosted by me, Jake Brennan, the creator of Disgraceland, the award-winning music and true crime podcast. The 27 Club is a weekly show. Episodes are released every Thursday. Listen to The 27 Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.